Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself, and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. This episode is part two from our conversation last week. Chelsea and I were catching up and we talked about how we met and why we started working together. We also talked about some of the common suggestions for Get Out and Try. Now in this episode, the conversation picks up with where we are headed with Get Out and Try and what our next adventure might be. Check it out. The direction of it, I think, is is finally kind of coming together. I love the video spotlights where we can highlight these businesses and showcase, okay, it doesn't look scary to the person that's watching it. And I can go do that. Now go get out and try it. Absolutely. That's the fun part is to hope. And I, you know, I, I hope, I really do hope people do do it. Like do go and try things and like throw a kayak in, you know, I wish I could guide them and go with them. You know, every single person that's like, I'm nervous. And I'm just, I just want to be able to just like meet them out there and be like, no, don't be nervous. Let's just go do this thing. Yeah, Um, because it's because it because once you get out there and once you once you get past that fear part, because it's so funny how that fear part hits me every time. And my my kids are always like, shut up. That's not true. And I, you know, I swear, I swear it every single time, even if I go out to dinner by myself, there is this part where I'm in my car like who's going to be there? Who's going to, are they going to think I'm alone? Are they going to think I'm a lose? Like I have this like little fear part of me. That's just like, huh. even if I go when I'm not working at the brewery and I go in on an off night to go like eat the food truck and listen to the music, I get nervous before I go every single time. It's the mm-hmm. weirdest, silliest thing. But then once I do, and I settle into every, any, anytime, whatever activity it is, it's just such this like great feeling of, Oh, life is so good. Like, this is so fun. And what a great space that I just drove 20 minutes to go pop my kayak in the river and look at the rocks or, you know, listen to some great music. That's 15 minutes from my house or, you know, go to that place for taco night and listen to a band. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing once you get past that fear part, that's for sure. Yeah. Cause I had done previously for when COVID first hit, which I hate even saying, but when it first hit, I just did everything in my backyard, you know, Mm -hmm. last, you know, last summer, not this summer, but last summer. And I did exactly that. Like I was out at the state parks and I was just doing everything local because I, and I couldn't believe what was in our backyard and things that I didn't even know. And that I could be fully entertained and didn't have to go anywhere and could be fully. I mean, it didn't even feel like COVID existed to me because I was just constantly out exploring um, everything that was just in our lovely backyard. So, um, so yeah. And I would guess that when people see you on those videos, they would assume that you've been doing things like that for, you know, 20 years oh, or gosh, your whole no. life. <laughs> oh gosh, no, no, it's all new to me. Paddleboard, even kayaking. Like I wasn't, you know, I hadn't even been on the river much. Cause I think the first time I went on the river was last year. And I, you know, I, cause I was scared to go on the river. Cause I was always nervous about rivers for some reason, ever since I was a kid until I got out there and I was like, oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. You know, yeah. so, um, even riding single track or going to a, you know, state park by myself with my dog. 
that even scared me a little bit. Cause it's like, who's out here? Are there people like, is there going to be, you know, somebody hiding in the woods? You know, there's just all sorts of little things that you get. I, you know, I'm just a nervous Nelly anyway. So every time I go do something, there's this like little part where I'm just, you know, Oh, good. Okay. You've overcome that tiny little fear of being there alone. And now you're out here and it's the most amazing feeling. So, yeah. yeah. I get the same way on rivers. I don't like fish. I remember when I was was nine, I was on a camping trip with my family, like some extended family. So there was uncles and cousins and everything. And there were uh, probably four or five of us in the fishing boat. And I had my little fishing pole out there as a little kid and got a fish on the line and it was strong. And I remember getting it reeled up and I was kind of freaked out at the sight of it. So I like whipped my pole and it was right over the boat, but the thing snapped the line and fell down. And we later Mm. learned that it's an alligator gar and it was the most terrifying looking fish. I mean, these things are like prehistoric. If you Google an alligator gar, you'll see that. Yeah. They look like, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. And ever since that moment, I have kind of had this thought of like, my toes don't need to be down there. Nope. <laughs> I've been that way my whole life where if my feet dangle, like I will never let my feet dangle down in a lake or a river or anything. They always have to be like, was it par- parallel to the surface or yeah. to the water so that, yeah. or, or they're constantly moving. Like if I go wakeboarding or wake surfing, like I will never let my feet dangle in the water ever. Cause nope. I don't like weeds or NARS or anything. Mm-hmm. Once I get out there, I'm fine. And once mm-hmm. I get past the thought of a fish biting my toes off, but like you, I have to keep my feet either constantly moving if they are in the water oh. or out of the water. So I enjoy the kayak because I'm, you know, my feet are in the boat. That's yep. great. So and it's so shallow when you get out there, you realize how shallow there's so many parts in there that are really shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many islands and it's just like, yeah, it's not as intimidating when you get out there just because of the shallow spots for me, at least when I can see the bottom and see how clear it is, then it's to me, it's not that intimidating. If it was just like this abyss where I was just floating and just this constant that I don't know if I would enjoy that as much, but yeah. Right. It's a magical place, the river. Yeah. It's beautiful. We we take for granted, especially if you've been here your entire life or for a number of years, we take for granted how beautiful it is. Totally. And I remember being in high school too. You know, we have true downtowns here, like where you actually go down to the river. <laughs> so <laughs> when you go to a place that doesn't have it, or they call downtown and you're just like on another street. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me <laughs> growing up in an area where you actually go down to the river to be downtown, but right. Right. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So as far as you go, what are all of your, like list your hobbies? Cause you have a whole laundry list of things that you have picked up over the last, I don't know how long, like, tell me, <laughs> I'll, how about this? I'll just name off the ones that I know that you have in there and you tell me how long you've been doing it. Okay. So, mountain biking. A year. I got my mountain bike last summer. Ollie and I, we went to REI and got the completely wrong mountain bikes. And then, um, and then I met someone that was like, Hey, you need to upgrade. Like these are not the right mountain bikes. And, um, which I didn't think was really a thing. And it really honestly probably wasn't. So then I upgraded a little bit and just got, they're called hard hard tails. So they have suspension in the front 
and then nothing in the back. So it's just, it makes it just a little smoother. So we went out there in the first time and we, I mean, the biggest dorks ever, like I was all over, I was scared. I think I even cried at one point. Cause I was like, why am I doing this? And, um, and Oliver was like, this is so silly. Like, what are we even doing? And then we went the next day and then it was like, oh, this is going to be so cool because it was just like, oh, I wasn't afraid of the roots anymore. I watched a few YouTube videos and it was like, this is going to be so fun. So, um, so yeah, that's only been a year. Okay. And so, and then paddleboarding just this year, just got the paddleboard this year. Um, so that was just been a couple months and I've, I think I only really took it out 10 times. Okay. Even. And your kayak. So I got those like four or five years ago and I started bass fishing and cause that was like the fish that you could really catch. Cause I read that you couldn't catch walleye in a kayak very well. So I, so I started bass fishing and they're so fun to catch. The bass fishing was fun because you'd be in the kayak and they literally jump out of the water when you catch them. And oh. so it's just this moment where you're just like jerk and it's super duper fun. And I, I can't tell you how many times I tipped over because I would get so excited that I caught one and it jumped out that I'd get like, oh my gosh. And then my kayak would tip and everything would sink to the bottom. Anyways, <laughs> so kayaking has been like four years. Yeah. Never been down the river, a couple rivers, you know, went down the Namakagan and it and did that. When so it that's sinks pretty- though, when it sinks, okay. how do you get it out? No, the kayak didn't sink, but like the wine or the beer I had with oh. me. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. Or like my little tackle box. I had to get that floating. I mean, there's this, this learning curve where you're like, oh, tackle box should definitely float in case you tip over. I never lost a phone. But, um, but yeah, there's certain things that sink to the bottom really quick. Okay. But yeah. Continuing on your list. Cause I know there's more bow. So I just got my bow this year. I've been practicing as much as I can. You need lands to do that. And so it's tough. It can be challenging. Um, so I, I borrow people's land to go on. I've gone out to uh, the field that's right by my house to kind of incognito and practice out there. So that's just this year with the intention of not killing a deer. I don't think my intention this year is just to get out in the woods. Um, <laughs> he's just laying on the ground. Just he's so mad. Right on now. His back. Just, <laughs> I hate my life. My mom will take me for a walk. <laughs> Wish I had a bone for him. Anyways. Um, but bow hunting is going to think that my goal this year is to just get out during season and be in the woods and get comfortable being in the woods with the bow. Okay. It's just going to be a matter of like packing in, getting in the woods. I've decided to go with a ground line instead of a tree stand because I don't like the idea of like getting a climbing stand and going up there alone. There's something that makes me nervous. So I just want to get out there with the bow in the things and sit in the blind and wait and see what happens, but not and I don't know what any of this means, like all of these <laughs> words that you're using. So this will be a future video. Stay tuned. <laughs> I think we should make that a future video because there is a certain, I mean, I've gotten a lot of help from people are so nice because anytime I ask a question, people are so genuinely helpful mm-hmm. in every community, whether it's the hunting community, the biking community, whatever community it is there, there is a community of people out there that are passionate about what they do. And they absolutely are so respectful and helpful. I mean, when I put out for, um, even a climbing stand, like what kind, I got so many offers from 
people just genuinely like, I have an extra one if you want to just borrow it, or I have an extra ground line if you want to, or here's some suggestions and websites. Even when I posted that bow video, people were like, you know, I don't want to impose, but if you do this with your elbow and you do this and you sit back and if you change your stance, you'll have much better success. So yeah, the bow, that's just been like four months trout fishing. That was going to happen. Joel helped me with that and taught me the flip and I got all the gear and all the things. But um, when you say trout fishing, that's fly fishing. It is, but it's not. So I could have gone the fly fishing route. When I talked to Joel, he's like, do you want to be the LL Bean Facebook profile, like (laughs) fly fisherman kind of trout fisherman? Or do you want to be the realistic? I want to catch some fish for my freezer. And, um, and I said, I wanted to catch some fish for my freezer. So Joel helped teach me the flip technique. So fly fishing requires a lot of area. You guys can't see me moving my hands in the fly fishing motion. Um, requires a lot of area and a lot of creeks and streams around here. It's very tight spaces. Mm-hmm. So um, Joel met me at the tap room with some hula hoops and taught me the flip technique. And you just kind of pull your line out and you flip your your uh, lure so that it goes in a certain spot. So he put the hula hoops out and I would flip and try to get it to go into the hula hoop. And simulating when you're biased in a stream with trees all around you, trying to get it to a certain spot in the creek um or stream to um to to where the trout would be hanging out so i i i want to get out there but i had to kind of put it away because it just like would stare at me every day and i'd be like okay do i walk my dog you know work my full-time job or (laughs) right go fishing so i just had to put that away for a while um until next year for sure yeah okay so what's next now that the season's changing so i'm going to become a snowboard instructor i just got kind of improved approved for that um, so I'm going to do the snowboard instructing at uh, Trollhagen, manage the brewery, work for the Girl Scouts. And I think that's just it. And winter for me is just like hiking in the woods and snowboarding as much as I can. Thought about cross-country skiing, but that just doesn't really interest me that much. And then, um, but yeah, ice fishing might be a thing because I think that would be kind of fun with Oliver um, to get into some ice fishing because that's just kind of a fun sit on the ice and and that's easy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think do some mountain biking a little bit more since it's fall. Cause that's beautiful. And then, um, just settle in to making soup and drinking <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I agree with you. I want to try ice fishing. So that might be on my radar for, I've never been ice fishing and I've lived here my entire life. Yeah. Let's do that. Cause we'd both be rookies. Cause I, I mean, I did it a long time ago, but never like me alone. So yeah, we've never even been in an ice shack. Oh my gosh. How much fun would we have? I can just see the videos now. <laughs> we might have to do like a ice fishing trip then. That's a thing. I know Trav has gone on those, so I should get I to think... be able to do that too, right? Let's do it. We recruit some people and it'll oh. be the okay. ladies ice fishing trip. Okay. I'm in. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You'll right, see me tomorrow. I'll, I'll just have the auger tomorrow and all the things. Like no, do go. not go order this stuff. We will find someone that has it already that can walk us through this stuff. But. That's how weird I am, though. It's just like I get a thing in my head, and all of a sudden, that Amazon is delivering it within the week. <laughs> I I love your tenacity. You just you're like, we're gonna do it. We're gonna go. Let's go. We're gonna go. And we're the fact go. that you're still nervous about it, and you're still pushing through and doing it, that's the thing that is the call to action with get out and try. And so that's why oh. 
you and I are like two magnets that came together and we're like, this is meant a friendship meant to be. And so I want to make sure that, you know, how much I appreciate having you in my circle at this point. And it's been such a short time, but like I said, totally magnetic where we know that we're just meant to be in each other's universe right now. No, it's, I appreciate that. Cause I appreciate you and, and, and thank you. Cause that is, it's, um, it has, it was, it was like that from the get-go and, um, there's been other nice personal conversations that we've had where we've talked and you've helped me through a couple things and it's been really, yeah, it was a quick friendship, just like magnetic, just here we go. Let's do this thing. So yeah, it's, um, it's all good. It's good stuff. It's good yeah. stuff. The universe works in some crazy ways and it definitely worked its magic here for sure. Yeah. And we also be- both have that um, don't get offended yes. easily attitude. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we established that early on too. I think we were both just like, so this is how this is going to work. This is yeah. how I am. And I'm that, yeah, because I know, and I, I would prefer that it goes back to that authenticity. Yeah. Otherwise I just, why even bother? Yeah. Well, you and I can text back and forth and have the other person not respond for three days and not get offended. Which would be me all the time. Well, and I do it too. It's like, you just get busy. And when you have that many things that you're juggling, sometimes it just takes a while to get back to you. And uh, it's not something to take it personally. And in this day and age, people take everything personally. So and text messages can't No, If you're in my circle, you, I mean, there's times my sisters are like, are you just let me know you're alive, please. Yeah. You haven't responded in four days. So yeah one of my bad qualities, but I'm working well, on it. And I converted you over to the voice text on the iPhone instead of I, like t- sending just the text, but recording favorite. your voice. I love that because there's so much my that favorite. can be misinterpreted through just the type. Yes. And it's my favorite for another reason. My daughters, you know, they're older and they're busy and it's hard to connect all the time. So, but for me as a mother to be able to send them the voice so they can hear my voice and just be like, I love you. I'm checking in. Like I hope all is well has been super. I mean, that little tool of teaching me that has been the most amazing. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast and I'm looking forward to finishing out the year with you as a part of get out and try. And then hopefully in 2022 integrating you even more. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited for the adventure and I, and I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing. Cause I think, I think it's important now more than ever to sort of branch out and run with that authenticity and um, an intentional meaning behind your business and the business. And I think it's important stuff. And I um, I'm excited to see more. I mean, now I swear to you, ice fishing, <laughs> I'm already like, <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are churning. <laughs> the but she's here. probably going to email me later with like five different ice fishing places we could go with the six different ice shacks we could purchase for that. And three different augers that are <laughs> the style of auger and the 15 different lines of the augers. <laughs> and let's not forget about the cute ice fishing gear. I mean, we're just <laughs> going to have to look super cute in the process. Just I go I for function it. first, always. I know. So I'm going to be warm. And, yes. uh, yes. yeah, that's anyways, but yes, I appreciate you. I'm excited, um, to continue to help the business grow. Cause I firmly believe that it's necessary and that people need to do it. Cause, um, there's a lot of growth that comes out from 
going beyond that little bit of nervousness and getting out by yourself even, or with a group of people and trying something new, especially right now. I think if we can simplify it and, um, and I mean, just simply buying a bike and going in the woods can do a lot for your soul. And I believe that with all my soul and I'll try not to cry, but I really do think that that there's so much value. If you do that, you'll get so much out of it. And, um, and that's, it's so worth getting past that fear and that effort of, of actually taking the leap. So and getting out and try. So Chelsea and I are definitely going to record more episodes like this throughout the season. So stay tuned for that. She's going to be back for more catching up. And we're also going to be working on finding some winter fun to share with you. So stay tuned for all of that. That wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the Valley. Go, get out and try.